Hi, Mr. Flushy. Thank you so much for talking to me today. It's nice to see you today, too. Good. Well, I know that you've had a very successful car mechanic repair business for a long time. And so you're someone I wanted to talk to about people getting into that business. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what got you interested in this type of business and your background? Well, I grew up in the family business. We've been operating for so many years. This uh -huh. year makes 90 years. Wow. And I grew up as a uh, clean in the shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, and my first payment, my how I was paid was a candy bar and a Coca-Cola. That's great. So, but, uh, but yeah, I always had an interest in automotive. Okay. And worked my way up and I was involved. We had a parts store. So in high school and college, I worked in a parts store. When I went to college, I went to a junior college. Uh -huh. And I took all the automotive courses that they had. I didn't go on for my associates because I didn't see any need in it for what I was going to do. Right, right. But I took all the automotive courses. Um, with my experience and background already with automotive, I ended up being the one to work on the Dean's car. Uh-huh. Uh, they didn't want anybody else touching it because they felt more confident with me on it than anyone else. I can see that. The, yes. um, the programs that some of the schools have are quite well. I have run into a problem, though, with some of the big, like uh, Lincoln Tech and some of those great big organizations where there's so many students but not enough hands-on. So when you get them to apply or maybe you've hired them, you have not been impressed with the skill level at that point? Not at all. Okay, okay. Uh, Why don't you talk a little bit about, you know, I know that you have a, a pretty steady group here um, and you're in a smaller town, which tends to have less turnover, but if you were in that larger city and if you had to do some regular hiring, what kind of uh, person with the qualities, uh, you know, soft skills as well as as technical skills would you be looking for today? Well, they've got to be able to comprehend. They've got to be able to handle a scan tool. Um, they need to be quick learners. Uh, if someone is not quick to learn, it tends to cause them to be held back because uh, so many of the cars require so many more technical operations. Uh, some of the vehicles we have come through here, like in the European, we've got to hook up a scan tool go in through and reset the maintenance reminders with a scan tool. And if you don't reset them, then it's going to be constantly flagging in the dash saying it needs a service, needs a service. Right. Um, the, I've got to have people that can, uh, are quick-witted. Uh-huh. Um, if they're if you've got someone that's a, kind of slow at trying to do something, uh, they tend to stay right where they're at. They would be like someone that would be cleaning up the place, changing oil some on some cars. Uh-huh. But there's some of them that uh, they'd be behind the times on it. They might not progress. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you had someone, I know TCC South Campus um, has that certification program now, collision and maintenance. And if someone was trying to start out on a job and they didn't have connections, would you recommend the smaller, just the limited oil change place for them to get their feet wet and get started? In some cases. Uh -huh. um, 
I myself would rather have someone come here that wants to work hard and that can pass. We we do drug testing here. Yes. And a lot of places do what the, the urinalysis, but I don't. We do hair follicle. Wow. I send them to have a hair follicle. It goes back six to nine months. Wow. And if they can't pass that, I have I don't want them because I don't want someone that comes in high. And I just can't have it. No, and and that tells me that customer service probably is a very very large part. It, you've got to have the technical, but you also have to have that customer service that you're you're keeping the customers happy and coming back. Yes, I have to have a technician that's conscientious. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What he's doing, how he's doing it, um, how he handles himself. Um, I've had some people that have applied before and they says, well, as long as you leave me alone, let me have my earbuds, I'll be fine. And I never hired that person because there's not a place in the shop for earbuds and not paying attention to what's around you. Right, right. Um, In my shop, we work as a team. Um, I'm one of the few shops that are not commission-based. Mine is hourly. Okay. And it costs me a little more to do that, but I control what they do, and I control the speed of which they need to get it done. I would rather someone take just a little extra time and be sure of what they're doing than to rush through something and make a mistake. Right, right. Because... uh, Inevitably, every shop's going to have comebacks. Sure. But ours are limited because of how conscientious they are on what they're doing. They keep their mind focused on what they're doing and not what's around them for the job they're working on. But they also are conscientious about what's happening in the shop. So we can keep a constant flow. Well, I know that there are a number of families here in Decatur, Texas where your, your shop is that have their whole fleet of cars served by you. So obviously, you know, you, you've won a lot of people over um, who keep coming back with their whole family of cars. Um, I, I meant to ask you at the top of the interview, how many years have you had this business here in Decatur? We've, my family, I'm third generation, and my family started in Decatur in 1936. Oh my goodness. Um, we originally opened in 1930 in Munster and had a Sinclair Oil in Wise County in the early 30s doing so well they sold their dealership in Munster bought the Ford dealer in Decatur later transitioned to Pontiacs and they closed the dealership in 68 and then my dad went out on his own in 68 to continue and then in 2001, he died of cancer, and then I took over operations and bought the business from the estate and have continued it ever since. So for the past 19 years, I've been in this same building. That's wonderful. That's great. If, what kind of advice to folks? I know we, you know, we work with a, a variety of persons that have some form of a disability. Some of those are mild. Some of those are a little bit of a learning issue. But we, we certainly run into people that maybe that whole college thing is not exactly the right thing. A lot of English and history is not someone's thing, but they have that mechanical aptitude and, and really enjoy learning and putting things together and take them apart, taking them apart. What 
advice would you give for someone that's just out of high school that might like to be in this this business, this arena? It would be good if they would get with a shop and get hired on to just be a helper and uh, see if touch on it and see if it's something they want. If they got the aptitude, uh, I don't know about the other businesses, but I've got a link in with AC Delco because I'm a professional service center, have been for many years, and I have the online schooling that they can take oh. on their own time. I can get them a login and they can go in and, and have some training from General Motors. Wow, that's nice. Now, when you say helper, can you describe a few of those duties? Well, it would be uh, cleaning up and doing simple oil changes okay. and working their way up. Got it. Um, as they get better, the more jobs will be given to them. Uh, right. We've done that for several years, but I'm seeing less and less kids coming in that want to work. Right. There's so many of them now that are think they're going to get out and they get just a little knowledge and they want to start on top. I had one apply one day and he wanted to get paid more than anybody else in the shop. And he had never been to school. He had a few hand tools and his idea was, I have to have this much. And it just doesn't work that way. No, it really doesn't. And you know, I think it's good for the people that are doing this career exploration and listening to some of these little audio interviews. So many of the people have talked about the work ethic and, and that you, you just don't have a substitute for having that work ethic, being patient, learning as you go, listening to managers, um, and people say that a good bit over and over, so it's nice to have yet one more person uh, reinforce that, that uh, you know the way to the top is, is the longer road. I've told some young men before that I've hired in the past, if you want to learn and absorb what I have to offer, I can turn you into a good technician, but you have to set that forward. Yes. If you yes. don't, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. Well, Mr. Flushy, I totally thank you for taking the time early in the morning. Uh, I know you already have people ready to see you and visit with you, and uh, just thanks for sharing because I think you're going to shed some light on the business, and that's going to help clarify um, what that is for some people that are thinking about that career option. So thanks for visiting with me today. You're very welcome. All right.